Hello, friends. You're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the head table. Oh my goodness. What is up, you guys? It is just Meredith here today with you super solo episode. The first of a super solo episode. Yeah, it has been a week, you guys. 95 days till a wedding. So we've been in super wedding mode. I attempted to make one of those beautiful copper pipe arches for our like seating chart escort cards for the wedding. And I glued some of the pieces together, but in order to glue some of the pieces together, you had to like sand it down like the inside of the pipe. And now I have about six very large cuts on my fingers because of this freaking copper pipe. So you could definitely say this wedding is a labor of love, literally, because I love Josh and it's all about love. So this week, it is just me. We're going to do a little Q&A. I'm going to answer some of your questions that people asked in the Instagram poll we did earlier this week. And it'll just be a super short, super quick episode. And yeah, so we're just going to take a very quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. We have a new sponsor this week, which I'm super, super excited about. So we will be right back at the head table. Head Table Talk is sponsored by MC Brow and Lash Studio, a Des Moines-based studio. MC Brow and Lash provides services like keratin lash lift and tint, brow design, lash extensions, and more. And if you're like me and you're low maintenance and want to roll out of bed and look like a normal human, I highly recommend Morgan is incredible. We've both gone to Morgan for her services and we're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the keratin lash lift, and I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So yes. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. So if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment. And you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. Head Table Talk is sponsored by Hinterland Music Festival. Hinterland Music Festival is three days of music curated for all who love both music and the outdoors in a beautiful rural escape just outside of Des Moines, Iowa. The festival features music, camping, art, crafts, family engagement, and more. Taking place this year, August 6th through the 8th with a lineup you won't want to miss. Some bands I'm personally looking forward to are Leon Bridges, Black Pumas, Tyler Childers, Mount Joy, L King, Orville Peck, just so many good bands. Head to hinterlandiowa.com for details, safety guidelines, festival tickets, camping passes, live streaming tickets, and more. See you at Hinterland. What is up? I am back. How cool is that? We're sponsored by Hinterland Music Festival now. Hell yeah. If you don't already know, Hinterland is where my fiance, Josh, and I met. So it holds a very special place in our heart. We also got engaged at Hinterland, not during the festival, 
But afterwards, Josh took me down there and surprised me. And that is where we got engaged. We will be doing a full episode on our engagement and wedding the week after we get married. So the week after June 19th. So like I said, today is going to be some Q&A answering. So let's just get started. I'm not going to say who asked these questions just because, you know, I'm all about anonymity. Is that the right word? Anomaly? However you pronounce it. Anyways, so I'm not going to say who asked them. I'm just going to answer the questions if that's okay. So first question, some of these are going to be wedding related. Some of these aren't going to be wedding related. They're just going to be all sorts of fun. So first question is, what is your favorite camera lens? Ooh, this one is difficult. Um, My favorite to play around with is the Sigma 85. It's gorgeous. It's super sharp, even with like a super low aperture. I love, love, love it for like really good portraits. It's great for engagement sessions, for pictures of just the couple. But if we're talking just like what's a good go-to standard lens that I really love, um, I mean, everyone says it. They love their 35. The 50 is just a little bit too cropped for me, but sometimes, unfortunately, I think the 35 has a little bit too much warping on the outside, so you got to be careful about that. So, I mean, I love all the Sigma lenses. I also love their 70. I use that for like macro ring shots. I love doing ring shots. It's one of my favorite parts of the day. So, I mean, there isn't really, well, that's not true. There are some lenses that I don't like, but I mean, just your basic lenses are going to be great. You know, the 24 to 70, 70 to 200, those lenses are kind of great to have in your pocket for a wedding day. They're not super artsy. So I would say my favorite is probably between the 85 and the 35. So there we go. Okay. Question number two, future requests. Could you guys tackle wedding guest attire? Black tie versus formal is confusing. What does cocktail hour look like? Ooh, this is a great question. Yes. Someday Allie and I should just do an episode where we dive into all the different like titles, categories of wedding formals for guests. Um, Personally, I don't like jeans at weddings. Like I literally wrote on our invites, please no jeans. Uh, Yeah, I'm that bride. But yeah, we'll definitely do an episode where we talk about all of those things. I think it's very interesting. And yes, it can be very confusing when you get an invite and it says cocktail hour, black tie, semi-formal, business casual. Oh, I'm kidding. I hope no one has a business casual wedding. Um, but anyways, you get it. We'll definitely do an episode based on that in the future. So thank you for asking that question. Okay. Next question is wedding favors. Which ones are worth it if we want them? Any creative ones you've seen? This is a great question. Love, love, love this question. Personally, and this is just a personal opinion, as a bride, this is coming from my bride brain, I don't think wedding favors are necessary. I feel like the whole wedding is the favor. You are spending money on food, drinks, alcohol, entertainment, a dress, all of this stuff, you don't need to send them home with a souvenir. 
I think it's just added money that you really don't need to spend. Um, that being said, I have seen some really cool ones in the past. Ones that are like, you know, that people can continually use. I love a good koozie. I always try and snag one if they're, they are at a wedding that I'm doing. Just because, you know, they're reusable, they're sustainable. People always, you know, re- are reusing koozies. Some interesting ones that I have seen. Um, I did a wedding in Wisconsin. Oh my goodness, four or five years ago now. And the bride's family actually owned a maple syrup business. So your escort card was attached to this little vial of maple syrup that was in the shape of a maple leaf. And I thought that was really unique. It really tied in the couple. Um, It was, you know, playing off of what their family does. And I mean, who doesn't want to go home the day after a wedding and pour maple syrup on top of their pancakes, you know? Some other cool ones I have seen were guitar picks, the groom actually sang a song to his bride and then they had little guitar picks with like their names and then the date on the back so something that can really tie in something that's special for you guys is really cute and interesting but I also like favors that people can use again and aren't just going to throw away when they get home you know like cups yeah no one's really going to have cups in their cupboard that have 50 bajillion different people's names on them. So, but like I said, honestly, the whole wedding is the favor. You don't need to spend extra money, like I said, on a souvenir. We were going to do favors. We were going to do, um, actually, we were going to do like wristbands like you get at Hinterland since that's where we met. But then we just decided, you know, we're spending all this money for our guests to have a good time. And the photos are the favors. Honestly, that's what people are going to take home from the wedding and remember. So, Long tangent, anyways, something personal, you don't have to do them. That's my two cents. So, um, next question. Where is your hometown? Ooh, (laughs) I am from a teeny tiny town called Shaler, Iowa. It currently has about 700 people, 600 people. Um, Super small town, no stoplights, unless you consider the stop sign that is lined with lights on the outside. Um, No store, one gas station, there's one bar, that's about it. Oh, a post office, I guess. Um, Yeah, super small town, but I love growing up in a small town. You know, you ride your bike everywhere, the pool was nearby. It was just a blast growing up. Uh, small town life is not for me at this stage of my life, but I can totally see the, um, romance in it. I love, you know, like I said, the small town feel, knowing everyone that you're around, feeling that your kids are safe out on the streets. You know, I would literally ride my bike everywhere, walk around till sunset and it was just a blast. So actually my hometown is where Jolly Time Popcorn was founded. So every year every summer the weekend after the fourth of july they would have popcorn days and it was like the highlight of the summer for kids there's rides and then for the adults there's like the beer garden and there's bands that play every year and it was just you know friday saturday there was parades it was just a blast and believe it or not when i was in high school i was a popcorn princess yes i was royalty still am (laughs) so that is my hometown, little town of Shaler, Iowa. Okay, couple more questions here. I don't want to talk your guys' ear off all day about stuff about me. That's that's not who I am. Okay, 
wedding unpopular opinion. Mine is the bride's fam doesn't have to foot the entire bill. Amen, sister. Oh my gosh. Preach it. I'm raising my hands right now. I feel like this day and age, a lot of wedding traditions have gone out the window. Um, You know, it's not as, I don't want to say traditional because there are parts of it that are still traditional, but I see more and more people, you know, the invites aren't saying like the parents of the bride, the parents of the groom invite you. And I guess mainly that's because parents might not be paying for it as much. Um, But yeah, you know, unpopular wedding opinion. I don't, I'm going to get so much hack for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyways. I don't like veils. (gasps) What? Yes, I don't like veils. I... We've talked about this in the wedding traditions podcast, maybe, but I like to photograph them. But like me personally, I don't know. It's just a piece of fabric that comes off your head. Do you really need it? And they're, they can be expensive. Like it is literally just a piece of tool that hangs off the back of your head. And it's like, it can be like 40, 50 bucks. I don't know. I didn't buy a veil, so I don't know how much they are. But yeah, I don't like, I don't like them. They're just, they get in the way when you're hugging people, like, bugs can get stuck in them. Again, this is my personal opinion. If you want a veil on your wedding day, if you've always dreamt of a veil, love that for you. It's not for me. Um, Going along those lines, again, you know, tradition things, garter toss, bouquet toss, all that stuff where you're calling out single people. It's 2021. We're saying goodbye to that. Like the garter, the garter thing is just weird, right? Like the groom going up your skirt in front of like your parents, like, ah, I don't need that. Especially like if grandma's in the background there, like unless your grandma's like all hip and stuff, but like still mm, not for me. Unpopular wedding opinion right there. So, okay. Next question. What is your Enneagram number? <laughs> you know, I took the test like a year and a half ago and it said that I was an eight. I don't know. Like the biggest thing about eights is that they're like not afraid of confrontation, which is true with me sometimes. I have to be in a very specific mood where I'm like feeling confident and confrontational, but most of the times I'm just like, "Mm, I don't want anyone to think that way about me. So I was borderline eight, seven. So I'm thinking I lean more towards a seven than an eight, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I like to categorize people this way. But yeah, that's where I stand. Okay, next question. What is she most looking forward to at her wedding? Ooh. At my wedding, number one, I'm looking forward to marrying Josh. He is the love of my life. He, I just, I can't wait to just like, he's mine forever. If he wants to break up with me, he has to get a lawyer. <laughs> oh, I'm just so excited for that. I can't wait. I mean, we are already teammates and partners and everything in life, but I'm just so very excited to share that experience, a moment with him and to just be surrounded by all the people we love to celebrate us. You know, I just, oh, it'll be so fun to see you know, all of my friends and all of Josh's friends, Josh's family, my family, all come together and literally just to be surrounded and cheered for 
by the people that we love. I mean, yes, I'm excited to dance, to have a couple drinks, to see all the decorations come together, to wear my dress, to see Josh in his tux, but I'm just so excited to share the day with everyone we love and everyone that is so special to us. So, and I'm excited to wear my dress. I will say that. I love my dress. (laughs) Shout out to Modern Dress. Go listen to that episode. Hey. Okay. A couple more questions and then I will say it. Sayonara, Sammy. <laughs> Dream celebrity client. Meghan Markle. <laughs> oh, I want to photograph her freckles so badly. And little Archie. Oh, their family is so cute. I want to do like an in-home session with them. Like them playing with their chickens. You know, Archie like... Um, Harry was saying with his hands back on the bike. It's just like such a cute lifestyle session. They're adorable. We talked about it last week. I do love the Royals. I don't know. I feel like they would be very down to earth and yeah, just so much fun. So if I weren't a photographer, what would you be? A wedding planner. (laughs) You guys, weddings is in my blood. It's just who I am. You know that TikTok where it's like, I'm going to make this one thing my personality and make it everyone else's freaking problem. That's literally me and weddings. And maybe I should look into that a little bit. Maybe I should (laughs) realize how attached I am to weddings, but I just love it. If I wasn't a wedding photographer, I'd be a wedding planner or just something in events. I love being behind the scenes of events so, so much, you know, making sure everything goes according to plan, you know, coordinating a bunch of different people. I do enjoy that. At one time, I did want to be like an on-the-road concert photographer, but as much as I love concert photography and I have so much respect for people who do it, I just got burnt out by it in college because, you know, I was mainly doing festivals and shows that there were you know other photographers in the pit and I would just get frustrated because it wasn't as unique and creative to me as wedding photography was because like I said I was surrounded by a bunch of other people basically the same distance away basically the same angles um you could every once in a while you know find a cool different angle but it just it just wasn't fulfilling me creatively so I do love concert photography still I still do it on the side it's very fun the lighting always just irks me so much maybe I'm just so spoiled with weddings where I'm just like I said spoiled with beautiful natural light and then concerts is just like this bright red hue on somebody's skin just it's hard on me sometimes but yeah so if I wasn't a photographer I'd still be either in weddings or I guess you know I technically didn't answer that because I said I was also a concert photographer, but yeah, either like a wedding coordinator or I don't know. I could see myself like owning a greenhouse, you know, working in a coffee shop as a barista. I miss it so much. I was a barista for like six years. I love coffee. I have a tattoo of a coffee bean or, you know, coffee plant on my arm. I'm a obsessed with coffee. I love tasting espresso and different notes of it and I just geek out over it. So yeah, if I wasn't a photographer, I'd either be a wedding planner or a barista or someone who owned a greenhouse. 
Three answers right there. Okay. Ooh, favorite Instagrams to follow. I have to give a shout out to my girl, Bree Summers here at Brighton Made. She is a local designer here in Des Moines and mm, her page is so, so good. She is so creative at making a brand come to life. Like you can just totally understand a brand based off of the designs that she does. Not only that, but she's a great person. Um, Her dogs and my dog all share the same doggy dad. So they're all like half brothers, which makes me super happy. And yeah, her feed is beautiful. She shows her house, which is gorgeous. She should like seriously start up a whole page about interior design. So love that Instagram to follow. Plug to her at Brighton Made. Love, love, love. Okay, last question right here. I'm just starting out in photography. What would be your best advice for a beginner? Practice. Like that is it. Practice and maybe an internship with someone. Like I look back at the photos I took even, you know, three, four years ago, and it's so invigorating to see how far you come as a photographer just by the repetitive doing the act of it. You know, practice makes perfect, everyone always says, but you really learn so much through photography by trial and error. And looking back at the photos you've taken while you're editing them and saying, like, it can be frustrating. It can be so frustrating. Even today, I was looking back at old photos that I was taking and I was thinking, why didn't I make my shutter speed faster so this was more in focus? These are only things that you can learn by practicing. Someone can sit down with you and they can teach you, this is what aperture does. This is what shutter speed does. This is what your ISO means. This is a good lens to use. This is a good camera to have. But you really don't learn unless you go out and try it for yourself. So seriously, practice, practice, practice. Once you get those skills down of knowing like, okay, this is what this means in the camera and this is how I can edit this way and this is how I can edit that way, it just begins to start to click and then you can really get creative from there. So just practice, practice, practice. I cannot stress that enough. I honestly, you know, I've been doing photography for... I am by no means an expert. I want to start off by saying that. I am by no means an expert photographer. I have been doing photography professionally for about six years now. And even then to now, it has totally changed. Um, You can ask Scott and Jen, the people who own the company I work for, my second parents, my best friends, whatever you want to call them. The number of images in wedding galleries that were images taken by me from six years ago compared to now has greatly changed just because of the amount of practice and, you know, time that I have spent in the craft. So best advice for beginners. I know everyone says it. Practice, practice, practice. Okay. Well, this has been very fun. I am literally, this is weird. I am sitting in my new office. We recently renovated another room in our upstairs to be my office. It's much bigger than my old space, but now my computer faces a wall. So this whole time, I literally feel like I've been talking to a wall. I know I'm talking to you guys, but I've literally just been talking 
to a wall. So if it's a little bit echoey this week, I'm sorry. That's why I have no furniture in here except for my desk, which I literally built 10 minutes ago. I finished it and then started the podcast. So this has been so, so fun. Thank you for listening to me blab, blab, blab for the last 25 minutes. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. I don't know. Do you want us to do another episode like this? Tell me what you want. Um, but no, seriously, it, I love answering questions. You know, I love weddings, obviously. I love photography, obviously. And I love podcasting. It's been fun. I love this journey, Allie, and I love talking to you guys every week. So it has just been super, super fun experience so far. This is episode 25, you guys. Cool, cool. Love. Um, yes. So please rate review and subscribe like we said it only takes about literally you don't even have to write a review all you have to do is scroll to the bottom apple podcast five stars you literally don't have to write a review we would love if you wrote a review but you don't have to if you don't have the time screw it you can just leave us five stars love it thank you um yeah we will be back next week at the head table until then i love you guys Have a great week. Bye. So for those of you that stuck around for this little end bit, we have a very exciting giveaway coming up and you get an extra shot at winning just by listening to this part of the podcast. First off, you have to enter in the giveaway on our Instagram coming up. I'm not going to tell you right now what the giveaway is. You have to enter in just like everyone else through the comments, but you can also DM us the word Marvin. Yes, that's Marvin like my little puppy. DM us the word Marvin for an extra entry since you listened all the way through to the end.